Hello, and welcome to Gone Will Hunting, a Tummy Troubles rewatch and recap podcast. Did you guys want to talk about Tummy Troubles this week? That's all I want to talk about. It looks like we're gonna. Oh yeah, also we talk about Hunter Hunter. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Sky, another host. My pronouns are they, them. I'm Keith. My pronouns are also they, them. And I have a tummy, too. Mm. We are a podcast of hosts who have tummy troubles. And so now I feel a spiritual connection with a very interesting character we meet this week <laughs> named Ramot, who also <laughs> has tummy troubles. Yeah, Ramot, we will see in this episode, will get so angry that he will experience tummy troubles. Here's a weird which, question. You know? Does the spider dude have tummy troubles? He seems to make pissy shitty a lot. I don't think that's his tummy. He seems to make shitty a lot. That's not quite how I interpreted it. Yes, tummy troubles are the are the least of his problems. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> I didn't learn that dude's name. I refused to. Unfortunately, I did. Okay, um, it's Pike. Yeah, I did read the manga this week. <laughs> mm. I'm so glad you yeah. also got to see him in glorious black and white. Yeah, and I'm glad I did because I kind of was like, wow, is this, this seems like a very exaggerated speech. I wonder what it's like in the manga when Ramit was like, you know, kind of going off. And then I looked in the manga and it's like, no, it was more explicit. Yeah, no, Ramit, Ramit's just, normal. That's just what he said. That's me when I have tummy troubles. <laughs> <laughs> just untold rage. That's me in the bathroom upstairs. Like, <laughs> horrible. Anyways. Okay, we should start this episode. Do you guys want to hear about child abuse? Boy, um, I sure don't. Boy. This kind of, yeah, surprised me. So, so <laughs> these episodes are called Evil and Terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what the intro of this is. It's evil and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Togashi is exercising some demons, and I think they're called Boy Do I Hate Humanity. Which, to be fair, he's a mangaka, so at this point, it's earned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We learned about Gyro this week. <laughs> we learn about Gyro. We really do. Like, so much happens here, and it's really just, like, it is... I mean, maybe... <laughs> I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? I it, The level of abuse that this little boy goes through... Moves past tragic and goes into just comical. It really did, yeah. It moves into like a funny like bit on a kid's cartoon where they're like, I was born with glass, bones, and paper skin. Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, kid, calm down. Yeah, and I was kind of trying to check myself because like, um, as like, you know, I've promoted a few times on here. I really love the Shrieking Shack. And like, I kept hearing like the, there's like, when they're talking about the like pensive memories in book six of Harry Potter. Um, yeah, he's just a fucking sicko. Yeah. And it goes back to the past and it's like Merope and her like tragic, horrible life. And this is Voldemort's mom and he never had a chance. And it's just like, what? Why why is this here? Where is this coming from? Like, why is it so this? I'll, you know, minor spoilers. I'll tell you why it's here. No fucking reason. (laughs) 
No, this it's is still so funny. become relevant. This is, this is so funny. This is so fucking funny. Ever. We need to talk about this now because we will never get an ending to this fucking manga and I'm going to lose my mind if I don't talk about this. Uh-huh. So when I first watched this, I was like, oh, yeah, Jara. After a long, we'll go into the description of his poor, tragic, sad backstory. After we learned that he was like turned over to the queen to be food. Um, so I thought, oh, oh, of course he's going to be like the king she births. Like, that will be the dominant personality in that dude. And that's why he'll be like, I fucking hate humanity. and want to destroy it. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And what a beautiful story that would be to like, have this dude who had such a horrible childhood be reborn as like the destruction of humanity. That'd be cool. And no, no, the show explicitly is like, no, he had nothing to do with Gyro. <laughs> Gyro is yeah. out there still and alive. And I'm like, excuse me? For some reason, I still see, I I seem to remember the anime sort of implying that Chiro was reborn as as King Ant. Uh, And then when I read the manga, the manga is explicitly like, no, he's he's just a dude. He fucked off a long time ago. We're never going to see him again. Like, being... In the Hunter Hunter fandom is mostly people crying that we'll never get an ending to the manga and mostly people being horny over Hisoka. Yeah. There is a small portion that's like, oh, Gyro, like, he could be Gon's greatest enemy. And I'm just like, fucking how? Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that dude relate to Gon in any way? Gon's going to see him and he's going to be like, my past was tragic. And Gon's be like, bro, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't... Yeah, we literally saw him beat the shit out of a guy with a tragic past for like two days. Like, I, I need to, I, Gyro makes me mad. I don't. <laughs> okay. Should we go through this scene real quick and like yeah. everything that happens here? Because. Okay. So. Yeah. So I for, I forget when it tells us that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does it, does it just start off like just bleak black and white story about a little abused child? Yes. Well, it starts. I mean, the episode starts with, like, it's the dudes in the masks and they're nervous and they're, like, looking at Gyro, like, you know, adult Gyro in this chair who we never (laughs) see is never relevant at all. Like, he does nothing as an adult here. Yeah, Gyro's just, like, taking a nap in his fucking chair while everyone's dying. It's pretty funny, actually. Literally. So they're just kind of looking at him and being like, what the fuck? Okay, I thought the reveal was going to be that he was already dead and that's what the mask boys were covering up. But that doesn't seem to be the thing either. There's Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> it feels like there should be a review about Gyro and there never is. Um, so there, it's just these, there's masked boys and they're looking at their mask er, and this is in color and they're all like, and then the narration is like, and this was Gyro, the like leader of the, you know, and, and then it goes straight into black and white and it says he like spent his first 12 years in a construction camp. Um, yeah. Which is something, yeah, apparently. Basically, I love how the Hunter Hunter universe has no laws. Right? It has no rules to it whatsoever. I fucking love Yeah, he grows up in super poverty with an abusive alcoholic dad who never lets him, like, be a person or, like, ever, speak. like, have a presence he or talk to anyone or seven. make any noise ever <laughs> or go to the bathroom like a normal person. So Gyro is just like this little, extremely repressed, extremely like isolated, independent child. I do have in my notes, nobody care him. Like weirdly Freudianly. Yeah, like really just like the most abused, probably 
shouldn't be able to be reintegrated into society child. Uh, it goes through like all this string of abuses. And then it's just kind of like one night gyro got really sick and his dear old dad spent up all the week, all night tending to his burning fever and giving him nice blankets. And I'm just like, this is a fucking lie right here. This uh-huh. is a fucking lie. This show is literally two seconds. Like his dad used to just drink and shit on him all the time. Yeah. But he tended to his poor sick son. One time when he had a fever. His poor is like sick this thing, like from his like gyro's perspective. He's like, oh yeah, that was that one time that I really like earned my father's love was when I was sick and he tended to my forehead. <laughs> he's like, and gyro remembered the one thing his dad always said, don't make trouble for others. And he's like, oh, I'll always take that to heart and not bother anyone. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Some shitty dude is eating lunch with Gyro, and it's just like, yeah, ah, your dad doesn't love you, dummy. Also, this man is the messiest eater in the world. He just has, like, uh-huh. like, just, he's just, he's, he's, it's dripping down his chin on, on, on multiple tracks. He looks like the Frankenstein-looking dude from Trick Tower, and I don't remember his name. Wow, I looked up Trick Tower, and the first image that came up is that dude. Uh, yeah, he looks like the- what is this dude's name? Uh, it was like a really long, multi-syllabic name, I think. Yeah, it- uh, oh, Majitani. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he looks like the Frankenstein-looking dude, and I'm just like, so is he supposed to look like a fucking alien? Like, is he just supposed to look like the worst human ever? Yeah, he does have, like, the fucked-up Majitani mouth with all, without all, like, the Frankenstein mods. He's just kind of a fucking nasty dude. <laughs> he's, he's just a Majitani ripoff. SMH. Damn. Can't believe he would uh, reuse models like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Jairo's eating lunch with this dude. This dude's being a sloppy eater and just spraying food everywhere. And he's like, hey, by the way, uh, your dad doesn't love you. And this kid is like, uh, yes, he does. But he doesn't speak because Jairo doesn't know how to speak because he's an abused little child. Um, no, I think by this time he does. He didn't know how to speak until age seven. Yeah. So this dude is like, guess what? Your father fucking hates you, little kid. Uh, when you were sick, he didn't tend to you. That was the fucking neighbor. Your dad just sat there and drank all night. Ha ha. Yeah. And he had a fight with the neighbor who was like, your kid could die in there. And he was like, yeah, okay, that's whatever. I don't care. Great job on the neighbor not taking that child out of that home and just being like, well, see you, kid. Right. Your fever's gone. Have fun. Anyways, so Gyro gets real mad at this mean. The Mary keeps saying other youth and this dude looks like about three times Gyro's age. So I don't know what that's going on about. But Gyro goes to hit the dude, and the dude beats the shit out of him. Uh-huh. And like, is super rad. Yeah, is stepping on his head. Um, And Gyro's on the ground, and this dude's like, yeah, your dad fucking sucks, and you suck too. The only reason he doesn't get rid of you is because you bring in money, you stupid. And Gyro sees his dad walking from the work camp, and he looks Gyro right in the eye and just kind of does like, the funny I do not see it turn away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does the funny like I, I do not see it. And Gyro fucking loses it. Yeah. And realizes, oh, maybe I'm abused. And maybe the world should die because of that. Yeah, he goes, um, oh, others. When my dad said don't disturb others, he meant himself. No, he meant humans. I guess I'm not human. 
I. It's very. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm like, because then like that's the end of it. Because right from there it goes. Nine years later, Gyro like invented the NGL, and then a few years later he became king, and then it goes straight to like the chair that he was in. But now it's all bloody because he's been killed. Yeah, I'm just like, like that's it. That's it. He's dead. Like. Thank you, Togashi, for this incredible digression. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Togashi, for this character who I thought would be relevant during this arc, who may even be, who might have even be the king who we keep hearing so much about. No. No, he's not. No. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> nuh Anyways, I want to talk about how Gyro, the poor abused child who didn't learn how to speak until he was seven and never had an education or lived in a work camp, uh, nine years after invented an entire country and yeah. a drug ring. And, and what did he do in those nine years? I think he started by killing his dad because it did drop that at the very beginning of all this. Oh, yeah. Well, good for him. It's his right. But also. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, like that dad deserved to die. But like, yeah, that was like the very beginning of this whole story. <laughs> how did he start a country? Um. I guess you can just declare an autonomous zone if you have enough drugs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, Jared, I got nothing. Gerald killing his dad and wandering <laughs> in the middle of the forest. This is my house. Well, I'm he, just gonna fucking. I mean, he has. He's he's been doing. Con- he's canonically been doing construction work since longer than he can speak. He could speak. So you know, he probably just built that shit from the ground up. Probably took him like a weekend to build an entire country. Mm. <laughs> He pulled himself up by his bootstraps and he got to work. He was on that grind. Gyro became the TED Talk work girl. <laughs> Gyro walking around the NGL. I love work. What a girl, boss. There really is such a through line of like piece of shit dads in this. Uh huh. No, Jing is cool. <laughs> like, by Gonzo. I know that's very obvious to say, but like it just keeps coming up. It's like every time there's like a time to go into someone's backstory it's like well i had a shitty dad like well with the the male characters i guess jing is cool (laughs) by gone and kite and killua and everyone who meets them him own the mission they say jing is the best and the coolest and he's simply preparing gone for life which i guess is interesting if when gone finally meets jing he goes you're a piece of shit and like fights him or whatever, which I feel like if I don't know, wouldn't it be nice? That's where I feel like this is going if it ended, you know? Wouldn't it be nice? But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's ready weird. to never talk about Gyro again, except for maybe a passing mention like fifty episodes down the line. Yeah, by maybe like a character who minorly remembers working for Gyro, and it's just like, hey, I remember that guy, and everyone goes, damn, I wonder if that guy's alive. Anyways. He's not. He's super not. No, he's alive. He's important. Anyway, Ponzu and Pockle are back. They're having a great time. Yeah, they're <laughs> simply watching. We get a little quick montage of a bunch of ants, like, fucking going for it, going happy murder, death time. Uh, the ants have they learned really to use like guns. They really like using guns. Yeah, I literally have in my notes, the Chimera ants have learned gun. They've learned the gun spell. Um <laughs> They're fucking living for it. Uh, Pockle and Ponzi were like, shit, this shit is so fucked up. We, we gotta, we gotta call for help. But none of our bees are like 
bringing they're bringing back all my SOS letters mean all the other hunters have died. Yeah. Shitty hunters, I guess. Um and the one dude, there are two dudes with them. I don't know their names and they're not relevant for much longer. But <laughs> one dude is like, send for help. We got to get out of here. And as he says this, a big burly ant just pops out of the ground and just fucking decks the dude. Just just fucking decapitates him. Yeah. Yeah. So that dude's head falls on the ground. Everyone's like, oh, what? And the dude's head while on the ground sees the ant who just decapitated him and just goes, oh, shit, they're here. <laughs> Don't know how that worked. Like you like you do when you're a disembodied head on the ground. Yeah. Um, Famously, my lungs still work when that happens. Throwing back, um, is it in, in the 2011 does... Um, God, what is his name? The mm-hmm. the the guy with the dogs in the um, Phantom Tree Bark. When he oh. dies, and oh. they they chop off his head, and at least in the '99, he like says something after his head is off. Like, no, the 2011, he just gets like dead eyes and just hits the ground. Okay, yeah. I, I was wondering if this was like you know a, a thing for oh. for this like production. A rare nen ability is to be able to yell when your head's cut off. Oh no, I don't think it's a nen ability. I just think it's like a funny animation quirk of this show. But I remember in the ninety nine. No, that quirks was are a thing. different show. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so this dude's decapitated and dead, and uh, Paco uses a red arrow to kill the ant immediately, and he's like, "Okay, we got to get out of here," and. The nastiest boy shows up. The nastiest, yeah, nastiest Togashi, man. Togashi really wanted us to suffer this episode between Gyro's story and this fucking man. He's really just—he's really just out for blood. Have you ever seen a character that feels homophobic, but you can't like name any reason that would be this character just reeks of homophobia? I just have him listed as Kawaii Spider every time he comes up because it's he just has a weird like cutesy chibi like face with like a very clearly like male pattern baldness like head of hair and then he's a big yeah. big nasty spider. He's a big nasty man. He has like a nasty old man face but with like but with like rosy cheeks and like big sparkly anime eyes and it is just dissonant it's really something bad to look at here's a blast from the past has gilf energy gone too far (laughs) oh it really has oh they put so much gilf in that man they put too much gilf in that man too much you gotta you gotta you gotta dish that dish that out like sparingly I'm not sure that's what I'd call a gilf. I mean, I sure wouldn't fuck him. Um, but I mean, you got a, a big ass. He okay. We're gonna have to talk about his butthole at some point. <laughs> oh, we really are. It's gonna wrap it in two minutes because we're gonna have to talk about it in two minutes. It's in this scene. <laughs> So he crawls up the fucking side of the cliff and is like, no, don't leave. I have to bring you to our queen. And and they're all like, let's get out of here. And Pago's like, but I'll fucking kill you with my fast arrow. And he shoots at the fucking nasty Spider-Man. And nasty Spider-Man just fucking catches it. 
And Paco's like, he caught the orange arrow, the fastest out of the rainbow arrows. And I'm like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. And Nasty Spider-Man is just kind of like, hey, wait. So are you telling me the others can't see this plainly obvious arrow that I'm holding in my hand? Damn, the other ants suck. And Paco's like, no, wait, isn't another dude who tries to run away? And this is where we get the spider butthole scene. Well, I mean, we skipped a scene, but I I feel like we should continue with this one. Yeah, Um, let's just get over spider butthole. Um, Yeah. The last of Paco's group, other than Ponzu, who is not conveniently not in any of these shots, Uh um, tries to run away and Spider-Man lifts up his legs and turns his big, juicy abdomen towards the camera and through a very wonderfully designed image on a wonderful perky orifice. Uh Sprays. He blasts a sticky rope of web out of his spider butthole. He sprays a sticky white substance from his spider butthole right onto, yes, right onto. Sky keeps showing me images of the spider butthole and I don't like it. I did save it from the manga. Oh, great. That's on your phone now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he sprays it right out and it catches the dude. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to take you to the queen. And then he just eats the dude's head and kills him. Yeah, he just bites it off. And then he's like, oh, shit, I was supposed to bring this one back. I'm not supposed to eat him. It was just instinct. I bit his head off. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. And Paco's like, you bastard. And he tries to shoot him again. And the spider just catches the arrow. And then Paco decides to just punch him a lot. Just beat the shit out of him. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, and now for my final attack, another arrow. And then he just dies. Or not. He gets stabbed by hot, sexy scorpion lady. Yeah. And she's just like, dude, Spider-Man, why don't you just drop the arrows? (laughs) And he's like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I can do that. That's basically all that scene matters. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, nice, fine. This guy's got some uh, fucking aura around him. He's got some juicy life energy. Look at all that gilf energy pouring off of him. Look at all that. We're going to bring that to the queen. Buckle is dead now, and he's full of so many nutrients because of his aura. Remember, if you have a good aura, that makes you better than, like, at least a thousand people. That makes you worth a thousand people right there. Anyways, what scene did we skip? I don't remember. I was so concentrating on the ugly spider. It was really, so Popple and the gang were basically just like, what's happening in this place? And then we do cut to um, just, it's a short scene with um, Peggy, who is the like, uh, the penguin guy. Oh yeah, penguin. Yeah. And they're um, talking about holes. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're ta- they're like looking at the the. They're like, well, <laughs> no some holes. of these are bullet holes. There's still bullets in them, but some of them are not bullet holes because they're different. And also, there's no bullet in them, and they don't go out like the other side. I guess I don't know. Um, and they're they're really confused by this. But Colt basically is just like, well, we simply have to go beyond. We have to figure out what it's doing and like protect the queen at like all costs. And um, I, I mean, it's really important just for later because then when they like 
what they're going to talk about it. I don't remember if it's this episode or the next one, but they're going to talk about it and be like, oh yeah, so the officers can see Ned, but not not everybody. So they know that like they're going to learn like, oh yeah, that little weird arrow thing. That's that's what did those holes. It's fine. We can just simply catch them. Mm-hmm. I would simply catch it. It also it also is very important to to note that I think at some point in this scene, Colt is st- standing next to Chitu, and Colt is very short. He is a short king. I Colt is so fucking tiny compared to the rest of them, which is even funnier when we get to Ramad, who's also like a pretty big, intimidating dude, and Colt is just constantly like, "I will kick your ass right now. I outrank you, you little shit." And I'm just like, Colt, come on. Oh, and also in this scene, um, we do get, um, I don't know if we get, I might have missed, I don't know if we get him name dropping Raina here, but Peggy like brings it up and is like, yeah, is like, hey, like said something about Raina and he's like, Raina, who's Raina? And Peggy's like, you're the one who said it. I don't know who uh, who Raina is. And Colt's like, um, you must have misheard me. Anyways, moving on. You fucking good, bro. (laughs) I didn't say a thing. <laughs> I am actually silent. I would never reveal my character for motivations deep mm-hmm. down within my heart. But then like, yeah. Anyways, moving on basically. And then it like, they go from there to spider uh, butthole. Yep. Spider butthole scene. Okay. So, yep. So Ponzu is the only one left alive after that. But guess what? That doesn't last too long. <laughs> I think she, she prepares some messages written in her own blood to distribute with her bees because her bees know how to seek out people with strong aura, apparently. Yeah, she basically so, just goes, go find the strongest Nen users and tell them to fucking help me and sends her bees out and um, immediately gets shot. Yeah, she sends them out and then she's just like, so she's in, in like an abandoned village that has already been ransacked. And my brain immediately went to, yeah, just hide out in this village. Like it's been ransacked. They're not going to check here again. And she's just like, I shall now sprint through the forest right to the border. And I'm just like, no, don't do that. And then, and then, and then remember that ant with a gun from earlier? He fucking loves that gun. He still got that he thing. He really fucking loves that gun. That clip must be empty. There's no way he still got bullets in that thing. Yeah. Anyways, she's running and she's like, I almost made it. I'm going to live. And then she immediately gets shot in the head. Yeah, it's like this weird redhead, like lizard guy. A lizard fish dude. I don't know. With an exoskeleton. I don't know. He kind of sucks. He shoots her and then he walks over and he shoots her a bunch more times and sad. and Like a lot of times. Yeah, like a lot of times. And then he gets gets to eat. Yeah, and he gets like weirdly eating horny and he's just like, so fun. And he walks over and he just eats her. Yep. Yep. Has a big old ponzu feast. Yep. Which you think the bullets would like get in the way of that. Like, Anyways, really remember kinda... Killua, Kite, and Gone? Yeah, remember them. Remember those guys? Those they three? Do... I've never heard of them. <laughs> they do receive some bee messages at this point. They receive some bees. <laughs> they have received bees. Yeah, they, they get the bee mail. They check their inbox. <laughs> buzz. The reason it um, wasn't getting to, uh, to them before is because it went to spam. Mm. She kept spamming it to them and it just went right to spam. They were like, what's with all these fucking bees? Anyways, they're like, damn, it's a map that just says, please show up here and help me. So, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, it is a tiny crude map drawn in blood of exactly where the Chimera Ants burrow is. And Kite's like, got it. This makes perfect sense. She did this quick for doing them with her blood. Also, you assume she sent out like a bunch of messages so she drew this map like 20 times. Exactly. With her own blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
She was really bleeding. Where, it's gotta when be did like she... eight gills. Damn, that's how much is in a that's gill? That's a very dedicated CC there. I mean, imagine right? if you accidentally clicked reply all oh, and had to draw like uh, draw draw a blood map for everyone on in, in the company email chain. She sends a B <laughs> to every hunter, and she's like, "Okay, just one more drop." <laughs> so I don't know why I fucking did this. She's gonna need some serious juice after that. Oh, she needs some crackers. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, I we're gonna we're on it. We're gonna fucking take out this queen. This problem gonna be solved. Gonna be lickety split in and out real quick. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So they run up to the village where she was at. Well, first they say, hey, interpreter, um, we, we're leaving. We have to go fast now. And she's like, not a problem. I can make the horses go faster. They'll be fine. And she and he says, no, the horses won't be fast enough. You need to to take them back you and the two others of the team who are still here and they're all going to take the horses back yeah i don't know um i forget who it was even it, it was, was dinner and uh i didn't remember her name because her design is so bad to be yeah, honest with I you i prefer not to look at her <laughs> yeah um, so they're leaving, um, and as they're leaving, they, they see Kite and Kilo, and they, they all have a conversation where Kite is once again like, this is going to be super dangerous. Are you guys good? And they're like, um, we're pros, man. We're fine. We we're might- already in here. We're, 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 we're pros. Don't worry about it. We'll be fine. And then they take off a sprint, in, and the interpreter's like, oh, shit, they are Please kind of disregard fast. the fact that we are tiny little children. Please disregard the fact that we pros. are, like, 12 to 13 years old. Gone, I'm a pro. I got my license a year ago killa yeah and i got mine two months ago we're pros <laughs> anyways this will never blow up in our faces we shall never face consequences i love being me so they sprint off really fast uh the horse looks shocked by their speed can i say if i was a horse if i was a beast of burden and i saw three people who rode me around for a few days suddenly sprint off faster than like a rocket i would be so pissed the, I'd be like, yeah. the drawings in the I, manga I would, are excellent. If I were a horse, I would. If I were a horse, I would definitely do comedy surprised face. <laughs> I, my eyes would fucking bug out of my head, dude. I oh, would yeah. fucking. I would make such a comedy surprise face. Yeah, imagine it being a horse and like your your whole job imagine is horse. to like you know, like give rides to people. Like that's your job at that point. Like you know. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. like you know, it's like okay, these people aren't very fast. I can give them a ride on my very fast legs. And then these people get off and they're like, thank you, horses. And then they just take off way faster than you ever could. And you're just like, oh, that's okay. I don't know why I've been lugging you around all day, but whatever. Thank you, horse. But your services will no longer be needed. (laughs) I need to do this alone. And then they teleport away. You're like, what? You've been on my back all day, but whatever. That's what the movie Spirit was about. Mm, So true. So true. (laughs) Anyways, speaking of horses... You uh, you guys remember Ramot? He's pissed. Um, we're not. We need to save that. We're not quite there yet. We're not at Ramot. No, because yeah, this no, episode's because, about to end. Yeah, now, now I want to get to the part where he eats some horsies. <laughs> yeah, this episode ends with Kite discovering the ants have guns, and they're like, "Oh shit, these ants have guns." I want to get to the part where Ramot eats horsies. I know you. <laughs> First, we, we will have to get talk there. about the big spaghetti and meatball dinner that the queen is having. Mm, that's exactly right. And by spaghetti and meatball, we mostly just mean meatballs. Yeah, mostly just she meatball doesn't even have sauce. And, it's made, and, it's, it, and it's people. 
She doesn't even have sauce. Do you think she's spicing those? Do you think she's putting some garlic in there? I don't know. He did specifically say meatballs, which implies cooking. Mm, well, well, unfortunate. Unfortunately, I don't think there are there are any Italians. We haven't seen Mario running or jumping around here, so so I'm assu- I'm assuming you know it's not the case. Damn, you, she hasn't eaten any Italians yet. Could you imagine if we saw Kamara Ann who was just running by and they just go, "Woohoo, wahoo!" <laughs> Didn't we see Mario in the last arc? Who knows? He showed up for like half a second at the very end. Yeah, he's stuck on Greed Island still. Yeah. He doesn't know how to get out. <laughs> he's playing dodgeball. Yeah, so Mario's spoken for. He has not been eaten by the Chimera Ant yet. He's playing dodgeball and losing. Yeah, so she's in her cave and she's munching and crunching and chomping away on a lot of meatballs. And she's like, soon I shall give birth. Mm-hmm. Soon Same I shall I- once again talk about I want to give birth. I I really love giving birth. I'm thinking about it so much. That's it's my it's my new favorite hobby. Also, I need a hundred people to eat every day instead of fifty. And Colt is like, "Cool, we'll do that for you." Also, shit, goddammit, fuck. That's twice the work. Fuck. I do want to mention real quick. Um, yes. The very beginning of this episode opens with Go not Naruto running, but Kite and um, Kilua both Naruto running. Yes. Two Naruto. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> two Naruto's and a Gon. That's right. I love when shows choose to be like these characters. They're the skill of the group, so they Naruto run. <laughs> they're this the ninjas. One, this so one they- is the simple, strong one, so he runs like a normal fucking person. These are the ninjas who simply do not use their arms. And this guy runs like a normal dude. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. That's how you chose your uh, RPG classes. On <laughs> whether or not they know to run. Yeah. Damn. Well, Kilo is probably a rogue, and that's what I'm playing right as now. You, so. As you raise your dexterity or your acrobatics, uh, <laughs> you start Naruto running. You just, like, slowly and slowly, like, morph into it. Yeah, your arms lose their ability to move. <laughs> that's not good for dexterity. Well, that's simple for the Naruto <laughs> run. It's the price we pay. Um, Yeah, but then after that is basically the queen being like, I need 100 per day. And they're like, okay, well... Um, they're talking about how they can't make more soldiers because that would disrupt the already pretty fragile chain of command. Yeah, this thing went to hell so quickly. Turns out individuality is bad for, I guess, fascism is what we're trying to say this is. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Like an ant colony. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but now it's like people with thoughts, so. I mean, I don't think Tagashi made it that far. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I think he was still stuck on what if ants had emotions. What, what if ants were individuals? He saw the movie Ants and he was like, fuck, dude. He saw Bugs Life and he's like, yeah, but what if? So, yeah, it's about fascism. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he made it that far into Bugs <laughs> Life either. Or capitalism, whatever. <laughs> Once again, I don't think he made it that far into Bugs Life. Okay, well, um, yeah, basically, um, they're talking about that, and they're like, well, damn, I'll have to go, like, talk to him. And Zazan is like, well, actually. Oh, no, I think it's the spider guy first. Yeah, it's a nasty No, 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 it's Zazan first. Zazan comes up and says, I found these spectacular Nen humans with the life force of a thousand humans. They will be so nutritious. 
They're like the new the new fad diet. Like the they're like avocados. Gobble them up. That's exactly right. This is like avocado toast for avocado the queen herself. Mm-hmm. Avocado meatball for the queen. And nasty Spider Man is just like actually I got the human. Do you remember? And Zazen's like, don't don't speak to me. Don't please don't look. Yeah, at me. cause cause she's like, yeah, like I you know. I, I found them and uh, Pike drops in and is like, well, it's true. Cause you know, I took a bite out of one. She's like, you didn't even take a bite out of an inhuman. You, you just kind of gobbled like a normal ass human. And then uh, the Bihorn guy comes up and his name yeah, is B-horn. literally, yeah, his name is Bihorn Sama <laughs> or like, you know, I think it's mostly Bihorn to most of them. Um, but um, he is big, big mad about uh, Pike taking bites out of people. He's like, fuck you. It's only for the queen. I think Byhorn and uh, Colt are the only two who would get along here. Yeah, they both have sticks up their asses. Um, so, <laughs> Byhorn's hot, though. I mean, I guess. <laughs> he is pretty so, hot. Uh, I guess I, Pike thinks so, too. Yeah, so uh, because, <laughs> the scene is ruined Byhorn because Byhorn... He's choking out Pike and he's like, you can't eat the queen's food. And Pike goes from like a shocked, exasperated face to kind of like a face of bliss. And then he he turns up his butthole. He gets a normal look and then he turns up his nasty butthole and then shoots his white cream right onto the ceiling and webs away. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. Anyways, bye. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been so bad by Hornsama. I've been so naughty. Please never choke me again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some. It's normal. It's a lot. Why it, are we doing this? It really does look like a butthole. Like, I'm sorry. I know it's supposed to be a spider and it's web, but like, it's it's a butthole. Like, it's it's weird. <laughs> Why do we have Tugashi did it on purpose. Spinnerets don't have to look like that. <laughs> Togashi Yeah, it could have been like a little point. Like, you know, I don't know. This was peak when Togashi was feeling overworked. He really was going on to those hiatuses. So he's like, you know what I'll do? I'll force the chapters that I put out once every like five months. I'll force my wonderful readers who force me to slave away every day. To look at a spider butthole. That's exactly right. I will force them to stare at it for pages on end. Yeah, he literally went, okay, yeah. fine, here's my furry arc with spider buttholes and, like, sexy ox and scorpion people. Like, He's like, which one of you will like this? I know I'll see tons of Chitu fan art. I'll see tons of Zazan fan art. When will I see Pike fan art? Hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I reached for my phone. <laughs> oh, you were going to look it up? Don't worry, I can do that. Hi. Yeah, if if you if you're if you're drawing Pike Rule Thirty Four, you're either like <laughs> you're either the bravest troll in the world or going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a lot of it. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Anyways, I have to cleanse my timeline now. <laughs> Anyways, that was visceral. I like how it was so bad you didn't even torture me with it. You were just like, oh no! <laughs> no, I'm not showing you that. 
It mostly involves Pike and a fan favorite character, so I'm not doing that. I'm not. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you know. Do they even interact? Hmm? No, they interact later in the story. Well, now it's sad. Uh-huh, yeah. Because I just, the whole time I'm like, okay, well, is this how he's getting the Hisuka like horny energy out? Does he just have to draw this weird Spider-Man and then they're going to meet? <laughs> oh, he doesn't meet Hisuka. Oh, it's that a different was what character. I was, okay. No, no, Hor- Hisuka is not in this arc at all. Like it's a joke later that he is completely, completely unaware that this is going on. Yeah, it's a full it doesn't joke. Doesn't really seem up his alley. It is a full joke where someone's just like, "How did you not hear about any of this?" And he's like, "I was busy." Ramat's already kind of a clown. I don't think we need a Hisuka Kamara aunt. Yeah, Ramat's. Yeah. yeah. Ramat's something. <laughs> Ramat's got tummy troubles. Yeah, um, he's a lot. Yeah, um, Ramat's eating some horses. Now, we, now we get to the scene where Ra- Ramat eating some some horses. Yeah, so we do discover in that scene they do explicitly say that only the officers can see Nen, and so that's going to be a thing. And then they realize that Ramat's like gone rogue again, so they're going to go. Uh, yeah, going to going to go check. Yeah, on him. Colt's going to go be a yeah, snitch, he's, and he's just he's just. Eating a bunch of horses, he's being very messy about it. He really needs a bib, and he's so mad while he's he's fucking fuming. chomping these he's ungulates. Like, I don't know why I gotta eat some horses when I could be eating a human. I love that like evil Bugs Bunny choice you're doing here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm prepping to see Space Jam too. Um, uh huh. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we see, like, blood trails from the stables and stuff. He's, like, killed and then dragged out all the horses, and he's going to eat fucking all of them because he's just so mad that he can't eat humans. He's got to, like, rage eat all these horses. And he's like, I'm going to eat all these fucking horses instead of these humans. Anyways, uh, we cut to Gon and Killua and Kite, who stumble upon this nasty, shitty village. And they're like, damn, this place sucks. Yeah, we do see Colt come in and, like, spying on him, and then he's like, oh, shit, I feel a presence I here. I sense something. It feels like special humans. So Kite, Colt hides, and Kite, Killa, and uh, Gone, whatever his name is, uh-huh. uh, they come into this village, and they're like, what happened here? This place is abandoned and destroyed. And they say, hey, look over there. Do you sense that presence? Yeah, they're like, well, no. They say, hey, do you smell something? <laughs> it smells normal. It smells totally normal and fine. And at first I was like, oh, the smell of horse blood, I guess. And so they follow it and they, they come into this field and this field has some, uh, some big old pikes and, uh, in, um, kite explains that it's very similar to like the Shrike birds who like, will like impale their prey on stuff. Yeah. I love and, that song. Oh, yeah. I do did, love that. Did you mention, song. did you mention the three entire full grown horses that have just been impaled? Yes. On yes, yes. Yes. No, but, I, uh, it wasn't really relevant to the scene of the journey that they're on. So I forgot to, I did mean to say that the Shrikes are holding horses, but yeah, the Shrikes are not holding horses. The trees the, are holding the, horses. It is. Yeah. A Shrike like the Shrike like, is the bird, you know, holding place. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. It is a Shrike like holding place that is holding birds. Or it's holding horses. Yes. Much like a bird would do, which Ramad is kind of a bird, I guess. Ramad says, hold your horses. Never mind, I got it. I am holding my own horses. He says, I'll hold my own horses. 
Um, but then, yeah, uh, uh, Ramit like comes out from the the shadows, and Kite's like, "Oh shit, he can conceal his presence. I didn't even know he was here." And he's like, "Oh, those are my fucking horses. You better you better bring them here. <laughs> I put them there for later. They're mine. <laughs> you I'm saving not, them. You better not touch them. You trash. There's a lot of You'd, um them calling. You better not trash. embarrass my horses by running super fast. <laughs> That's exactly right." <laughs> <laughs> I need these horses to be confident when I eat them. Those horses kept trying to run faster than me, so I put them there for safekeeping. They're very distressed when they saw you run so fast. Mm-hmm. I had to put them there because of you guys. So Ramad Emily hops over to Gon and Killua and punches them both, and they're like, damn, that hurt. What the fuck? Uh-huh. And we get the greatest scene of Kite once again posing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's like posing, and he has this like sexy aura, like it's all purple, and like and the and Kaira Ramad is like, oh shit, this guy's strong. He's like, oh, this one's dangerous. He's posing with just the longest fucking legs we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> this dude got gams, and he is just showing them off in this fight, and then he does like a teleportation move, and Ramad's like, oh fuck, where did he go? And he just like. Kazzy just walks past Gon and Killow and stands like near a tree. He's like, anyways, you kids can handle this. Yeah, he did a cool teleport behind you move, but he did it to just be like, eh, I'll let the kids handle this one. Yeah, he literally goes, I can't help you in combat, so you have to do this yourself. And like Gon and Killow, of course, they're like, oh yeah, we're pros. We got this. Don't fucking treat us like kids. And I'm like, you are kids though. Kite, what are you You silly little boys. They're like, don't worry, we fucking got this. We're pros. We're good at this. And they engage their aura and Ramat's just like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? They feel dangerous again. Oh, shit, they got stronger. Oh, fuck, they feel dangerous. That's weird. And the boys jump in to fight Ramat. Ramat pretty much cleans house for the first few moments of this fight. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know why they're like, yeah, we can handle ourselves when they are kind of getting their shit rocked. Uh Uh-huh. For like a good well, few moments. Gon is used to getting his shit rocked. As is Killua. Oh, that's true. That is Gon's technique. Uh-huh. Killua is not used to getting his shit rocked. He is used to getting his shit rocked by, by his family. family. He can take a punch. But not by others. He doesn't like getting his shit rocked He by doesn't others. like it, but he can take a punch. It's explicitly part of his character that he has a panic attack when he thinks about getting his shit rocked. <laughs> it was shit rocked too hard. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, like he, they're they're kind of getting their shit rocked, and then Kilua decides he wants to try a new trick, um, and he jumps above him, and he becomes Pikachu, and he performs Thunderbolt. Yeah, and, he learns Thunderbolt uh-huh. uh, during this fight, which is an incredibly good move, and I don't know why he was saving it this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he electrocutes Ramot, who yeah, is Ramot stricken is, with paralysis. Ramot is a flying type. We know he's got bird in him. <laughs> That is true. Yeah, he is uh, part bird, part normal type because he got rabbit and all Banuis are normal. Um, and he gets struck by lightning, dealing super effective damage and also paralysis procs. So good on Killua for really getting that going. And then Gon charges up Focus Punch and he punches Rama right in his tum-tum. Mm-hmm. And Rama coughs up some blue blood. Uh, he bleeds blue like a cop. Mm-hmm. And... He immediately flies through the air and they're like, cool, we got him. We just got to punch him once more when he lands on the ground any second now. Uh-huh. And then immediately Colt pops out of nowhere and grabs him and flies away. 
Yeah. Yep. And then they realize he's like, cause they, they, there is a moment where Kila was like, Oh, that was like just enough. Like we just got him down. And then like cold is carrying him away and he is super alive and super pissed. And he's like yelling at them and calling them bastards and shit. And they're like, Oh, uh, he's like super not even hurt. He's like super alive. And all we gave him was some tummy troubles. <laughs> so Ramat yells at them. He's just like sitting there for saying they just goes, ah, kill you guys and he does it so strongly apparently that like a big wind starts blowing around and knocks Stone and Killua back slightly which is impressive right and him and Cole just fly away and Kite just like hmm smart ant he was hiding and letting his subordinate take the hit so we can learn our abilities and I'm just like okay and then he goes anyway you guys weren't that bad you just need some like experience so anyways I'm so glad you guys joined this unpaid internship where you can get some experience <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying you guys an exposure. Let's That's go. That's exactly right. Let's and fucking go, kids. Hopefully not death, but maybe death. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a valuable lesson. Sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So so that. then then we go back to Ramit, right? And he's mm-hmm. fine. He's yeah. just dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's super normal and good. He's laying on the ground, throwing up blue blood, but he's super fine and normal. Bleeds, bleeds blue. Um. Yeah, he's on the ground, bleeding blue. Colt's just like, you good, bud? Are you fucking good? Are you happy you're not dead? You stupid idiot, you fucking moron. And (laughs) Ramat's just like, I am going to kill those kids. I am going to eat their bodies. And then I'm going to shit in their skulls. And then I'm going to crush that skull full of my shit. And that might not even be enough to contain my range. And that might not be enough. I am having such tummy troubles right now. Yeah, I'm very, very mad. I'm very, very mad. Red, mad, and you don't lie. I am going to shit out their corpses onto their skulls. Colt says, uh, no, you can kill them. I can, like, look the other way for that. But the queen gets to eat everything. <laughs> and I can excuse the child murder, but I draw the line at eating the kids. That's exactly right. And Ramut's, like, super pissed. He's, again, he's shitting and farting all over the place and he's like man like literally every other team here <laughs> everyone is does it humans we are the you are the only guy who d- who gives a shit so i'll just transfer to another unit because like they'll let me kill and eat these kids and i'm gonna kill and eat these kids dude just smoke some weed you're the only one here who doesn't <laughs> honestly i do kind of get asexual vibes from cults where he's just like why does everyone care so much about eating humans? That's for the team. <laughs> why, why would you want to? Why Why are you He's so like horny eight. about it? Right? He's a little boy. He's just a little boy. He doesn't know anything about sex. He just knows that mom told him to guard Reyna, and that's what he'll do. Who's Reyna? Yeah. Who is <laughs> Who's Reyna? Anyways, so Cold is now pretty mad because he's like, well, everyone's doing it. I have to get to the bottom of this. And this is where we meet um, the greatest trio of idiots that I have ever met in my entire life. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I am in love with this butch lion. Uh, yeah, I love I love uh, Hagia Sunbi Lael so much. Uh-huh. Um, so a big lion in fucking... <laughs> purple cargo, cargo shorts. shorts and a purple big cargo XXXL t-shirt. Uh-huh. And he's got like, you know, like a like a pendant style necklace. It's very he's he he's yeah, dressing he's, on him. Like, yeah, he's flexing so fucking hard. And he's like sitting with his arms on the back of the couch and his legs. Yeah, he got he's a like, couch. I mean he's he's butch. I don't know how else to he's <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 
Like, he somehow found a couch to bring to here and sit on. Uh-huh. Behind him is a cool dragonfly-looking man and a... A girl with fangs. A girl with fangs. Mm-hmm. Because, as we know, all animal girls have to look like girl and have fangs. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. How would you know they're girl? <laughs> Except Sazan, who gets to be a big, busty anime lady who has one tail. Uh-huh. Yes. Um... So they're just like, yeah, of course we fucking eat people. Are you fucking kidding, dude? And Cole's just like, yeah, but why? And they're like, because it's fun. Because we love it. I don't. Are you good? Yeah. And then Colt turns to Chitu and is like, yeah, even you? What the fuck? And she's like, okay, well, here's the thing. We are turning in our quota, but then with our free time, we are killing and eating the humans because it's fun and we like to do it. But we are feeding the queen also. We're we just are also doing our us. jobs. So how about you get that stick out of your ass? That's exactly right. Yeah. Chu and- is being like very cute about it. He's like, yeah, we're just, is adorable. we're just having some fun in our free time. You know, we, we, we fucking punch in at five o'clock. Tagashi really went off on the Catboys this season. Uh-huh. We haven't even met, like, the main one, but we've met, like, two new Catboys so far. But is Chitu, like, he, him specifically? Chitu is too much of a himbo to know what gender is. Yeah. But, like, like in the free. show, I guess, because, like, I keep... Uh, yeah. Misgendering characters. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chitu, I think, is... Honestly, let's just use whatever... <sighs> They're not real. We can use whatever pronouns we want. Yeah. I'm I mean, pretty valid. sure for a lot of the Khmer ants, they don't ever refer to them. I'm sure, I'm sure we're, we're going to use every pronoun under the sun for Neferpito. Mm, yeah. That's true. I'm pretty sure for a lot of the Khmer ants, they never use like gendered pronouns. No, that's fair. I just didn't, I, I didn't want to stumble into it again. Cause I'm like, she too, very much to me. Like I, I use she and like y'all have been using he and I'm like, did yeah, I miss fine. that? Or like, no, I just, yeah. So I wanted to make sure before <laughs> yeah. I made an ass of myself again. Once again, it's fine. She, she her, she do is very good to me, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's literally fine. Okay. there. Okay, just wanted to make sure we were on the same page with that. But yeah, like Chitu. Um, I also want to talk about Chitu walking like that. We're not quite there because they're still uh-huh, kind of uh-huh. having this conversation. But Chitu do walk very funny in this scene. Yeah, Chitu also got them gams. Yeah. I was talking about Kite's gams earlier. But the thing about Kite is that he is an anime twink. Uh-huh. Uh, Chitu got thighs. Yeah, Ch- uh, Kite yeah. always has his legs together. So they just look long and like he got gams. Chitu is like bow-legged. <laughs> yeah. It's very and funny, also but like, like also like very distinctly digitigrade, which is yes. like yeah. yeah. I love Tugashi, it. Togashi Togashi really really doing those joints. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's very yeah. It's very funny because we get one like back angle and she like just looks very like bow legged and like she's like stomping down the line. And then like we get like a front shot and she's very clearly like taking like these very long, disjointed, elegant, yeah. not elegant steps, but like they're very like big long stomp steps. It's very funny. <laughs> I stomping. love G2 <laughs> with my whole heart. Just a perfect, beautiful idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just walking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but basically, like to that whole scene, um, they the um the lion guy is like, yeah, like we, you know, we're doing our thing, and Colt is like, okay, well, if you find any rare humans, the queen gets those. Like, do not eat them. Like, that's, you know, I can look the other way, whatever, is, like, kind of the implication. He doesn't say that, but, like, 
you get the vibe. He's realized that this is a fight he can't really win. Like they all they're all just gonna they're, they're all cops. They're all gonna fucking eat uh humans, but like, you know, don't eat any of the special humans. And the lion guy's like, okay, yeah, message received. And he's like, uh Colt is like, I'll take that as a promise. And as he's walking away and we get T2 like stomping around, the lion guy's like, <laughs> fuck that. Let's go find some rare humans and eat them up. And like <laughs> his like little lackeys are just like, hey, hey yeah, let's eat. I just love that. Anyways, that fucking idiot thinks we're gonna keep our promise. Let's yeah, go eat literally. Those dudes. <laughs> Let's go eat some fucking men, people. Let's go eat some fucking humans. Let's go. I love how they're immediately like, yum yum. It's lunchtime. Mm-hmm. It sure is lunchtime. They say, I, I think it's supper time. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then they're 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 kind of walking away. They're talking and um. I forget most of what they're saying, except that like, yeah, they can't really, um, they can't assemble everyone now because everyone's just too much of a darn individual and they all work at different times now. So oh, like, they're all clocked in on different shifts. Yeah. However, will we call this team meeting? Yeah. So Colt is going to have to go around and like find everyone individually. And she is like, well, that's, that's really hard. Make sure to take care of yourself. And Colt's like, you're the one fucking making this art on me. You should just be bringing the humans back. But you're he's like, very problem. like stick up his ass about it. <sighs> Colt, buddy, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Chi Chi's like, hey, you really need to take that stick up your ass about stick out of your ass about this. And <clears throat> Colt is like, are you actually like keeping track of how many humans you bring in? Are you sure you're meeting your quota? And she's like, mm, roughly. Bold of Colt <laughs> to assume that she can count. I mean, right? <laughs> Chi Chi has never counted a day. So, yeah, team meetings are impossible is kind of what we learned from that. And Chi Chu is going to keep hunting. Um, and then we go back to Gon and Kilua and Kite, and they found some corpses. They say, shit, it smells like corpses around here. It That's gross. It sure does smell like corpses and guns. Yeah, they say it smells like corpses and guns. Yeah, this is where they figure out that, like, the people are have the guns and they, they discover that this is the drug factory. This is also, we can talk about in the manga, but we do get the incredible shot here of Kilo holding up two machine guns that in the manga are yeah. clearly just traced in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly just like, I don't have time to draw a gun right now. Y'all know what it is. I mean, yeah. Tra- tracing guns is still fucking drawing. hard to draw. There's a lot of angles. On yeah, it. there's a lot of weird angles on guns. It's truly just like, I don't got time for this. My back <laughs> hurts so much. Yeah. yeah, this is where I look at like mech drawings and I'm like, that's very cool that you enjoy doing that. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> just why do you hurt yourself like yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, fuck drawing a straight line. I hate it. I hate to do it. Anyone yeah, who, right? Anyone who draws a straight line, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who draws a straight line is heterosexual. Mm. It's true. Damn, maybe that's a little too harsh. <laughs> I feel like that's really mean. There, yeah, I'm sure there are gay mech artists out of there. Also, gays who like math, and you got to draw a lot of lines in math. Okay, you just that's have the true. calculator do that. <laughs> Anyways, so Kilo is just like, damn, they have guns. That's fucked up. Why would they have that in this country? That's not supposed to have guns. And you see Kite's just like, well, remember Killua, drug lords. And Gon's just like, hey guys, I found a cave. <laughs> hey guys, ignore all the bodies and the guns. I found a cave. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Did we mention that they do find a big blood stain and a, a Ponzu hat? Oh, yeah, that was a while ago. But yeah, they do find that and they are mad about it. My only note for that is, does Gon even remember Ponzu? Gon remembers everything. Probably not. Especially the lady with bees in her hat. I don't think Gon remembers who Ponzu was. <laughs> that isn't like, there isn't even a line of Gon being like, huh? how could they do that? Or like a shot of Gon being like, I remember that. I mean, I'm I, so think mad. When, I think maybe when they got the bees would have been like, maybe Gon was confused at that point, but Kilo would have been like, okay, okay. While, while they're riding or while they're running, like he would be like, okay, listen. Kilo never met Ponzu. Did Kilo not? No. Nope, he was off fighting the three brothers. Yeah, oh, Kilo they were still never, se- yeah, they were yeah, still Yeah, Kilo literally never hung out with them on the island. That's true. Yeah, Kilo doesn't know who Ponzu is, and I don't think Gon remembers her at all. Well, he knew all of their powers pretty much going into that, though, or a lot of them. Who, Kilo? Yeah, because when they were talking about going into the number maze, like they were like, oh, yeah, this these numbers are these, these, and these people. I don't know. I yeah, don't think he would know she was- had bees though yeah i think he basically knew she used chemicals but like yeah 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 he said she smelled like chemicals but yeah i mean i don't think he's sitting over there like damn she smells like bees (laughs) he's like watch watch out gone she smells (laughs) her she smells like chemicals but her hat smells like bees smells like fucking bees bees. i don't think i don't think killa knows who she is I'm not saying that, like, reduces the scene. It's just funny that, like, you would think they would mention even slightly. They're like, no, Ponzu, we remember you so well. They're just kind of like, damn, another body. What sickos. <laughs> what fucking sickos. They don't know Pockle's dead. Yeah, they, they super don't. don't. <laughs> Once again, I don't think Gon would remember Pockle, but it's still funny. <laughs> hmm. Well, that was, uh, yeah. so that was episode. Is that, is that episodes? I think these yes. are episodes. I'm going to admit, not my favorite. I did enjoy seeing Ramak get a shit kicked in, but not. We saw a lot of spider butthole. Yeah, we saw a lot of spider butthole. I had to sit through like a full 10 minute scene of hearing a sad, tragic backstory of a character who literally never even shows their face on screen. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, I did read the most of the manga episodes but i was like trying to find where it was because i like was trying to read these ones before i get caught up and like i went to like halfway through like later on and then like i i was like oh this must be where it starts because i couldn't remember anything else before and i cut out the whole like that scene if it was in there like the entirety of that yeah because it doesn't matter at all yeah like like I, I did like flip way ahead, and and the gyro scene doesn't happen until like much, much later. Oh, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It would matter if it turned out he was the king, but it he's not explicitly. <laughs> I, yeah, Togashi just spent a lot of time and emotional energy setting off setting up something that's probably never going to pay off. It's not even like, I'm going to get into talking about the latest arc of the manga. So anyone who doesn't want to hear that, close your eyes and ears and your brains. Mm-hmm. It's not even like, it's like, oh, and we're setting up this whole thing because Gyro is also like on this big expedition or like, oh, Gyro's the puppet master doing all this. No, no one has mentioned him at all in that entire arc so far. Stop showing me the spider. I'll cry. <laughs> Stop showing me Spider-Man. I will literally shed tears right here now. 
I don't think any of our listeners want to hear me sob. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see weird Spider-Man anymore. He'll haunt my nightmares. <laughs> uh, so, so while while we're talking about the the manga, the mm-hmm. yeah. the, the fight with Ramat is actually the first t- time he appears in the manga. So we've never met this bunny before in our entire lives, Damn. and he's just here. He's fighting. So yeah, we don't in the manga we don't really get like any sense of him being like rebellious or disobedient until he has that wild monologue about shitting in skulls and <laughs> and, and and eating people. That's and so funny. So like Yeah. And also it seems to imply more that like cults just like specifically deployed this rabbit just to like test just to like test out these three hunters and see what they were capable of. Mm. So yeah, it did seem like a lot more deliberate on Colt's part, and yeah, it it does sort of change Remit's character at least to the point where like he does go sicko mode and get real murdery about it. <laughs> Appears, gets his shit beaten, and then starts screaming at shitting in skulls. What a character introduction! Yeah. There's also uh, no no meatball scene or talking about like uh, uh, increasing the ranks or like upping the quotas. That's just completely original to the anime. Also, no scene of Pike getting choked. So, <laughs> thanks, thanks, 2011 for that. No, that scene was so good though. I love their acting. I love the acting of Pike and Beehorn <laughs> choking. <laughs> I love Beehorn's acting as he choked Pike out. <laughs> and Pike uh, sprayed his webbing all over. Such wonderful acting. Thank you, 2011. <laughs> Do we have any other major manga differences? There's not really differences, I don't think. I mean, other than that, like... Yeah, yeah, not really that I noted. It is just like, yeah, it's 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 kind of adding some scenes and like shuffling a few things around. At least in like the yeah, at least in like the way that we get Gyro's backstory way earlier. But yeah, it's not too too different overall. Yeah, not a lot of not a lot of differences going on at this point. I think this is kind of the point where the anime only really adds a few scenes, but doesn't really diverge from the manga as hard. Mm-hmm. Or shuffles things around. Yeah. <clears throat> <sighs> okay, so let's talk about the 99 and things that were different. <laughs> so, first of all, this there was like... 30 minutes of static for the first episode. Uh-huh. And then 40 minutes of... Lario's being horny again. <laughs> yeah. It's just scenes of Lario going to med school. <laughs> but it's like in an anime um, fucking med school, so everyone's doing cool powers and shit, and Lario's doing protagonist, but he's horny. Mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a big Batanga Hongabongaru lake lady who he keeps making goo-goo eyes at. Yeah. That sounds like an anime to me. Yeah, that sounds like probably an anime. Yeah, it kind of does. One somewhere. I did like the manga, like the page thread where um, Kilawa uses his Thunderbolt power. 
It's very cool. Mm-hmm. There's like a like a, just a shot of him, and he's like way, way, way up in the sky above this rabbit, and the rabbit's like, "What the fuck?" And then we is get it like because the rabbit has a funny face. We get a really fucked up like uh, burn face of him down like at the bottom too. But like I really like that just of Hilo being way up in the air and look like, up at the powering sky. up. It's very cool. Look up at the sky. Funny face, Ramat. <laughs> It's funny that they made a rabbit character who is in no way cute at all. Yeah. No way endearing, really no way cute, no way nice or fun. They're yeah. just like, what if the most horrible creature exists and it was a bunny? I really, yeah. I mean, it's good character design. He looks very <laughs> evil, but like. <laughs> Togashi Red Banicula. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's encountered a hair and was like, those things were fucked up. But like, you know, just like they're, they look similar enough that he's just like, I'll just go with rabbit for like the naming and stuff like that. But, you know. Yeah, but I want you to picture of hair and how mm-hmm. fucked up they look. And how scary they are. <laughs> think of a hair. Now think of Ramat. They're the same thing. <laughs> okay. Are we going to go to Greed Island this week, or are we going to the Hunterpedia? I could go to Greed Island. Yeah, okay. let's head to that video game island. Mm-hmm. Who's got some reckies? Who's got some interesting I've, I've got some reckies, but once again, I might be talking about them for a little while, so if anyone wants to go first. Uh, I have to think of mine, because I'm mulling like a few over, so... Sky, okay. do you got one? Keith should go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I, I know I've been talking a lot about Sonic the Hedgehog lately, uh, but this time... I'm going to continue talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, because it continues to bring me a lot of joy. Wonderful. Um, Keith breaks their silence on Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Uh, So, first off, um, I started playing Sonic Mania again. I actually just, like, beat the Mania mode today. Still working on those Chaos Emeralds. I'll get there eventually. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it turns out people are... People have been saying that that game is really fucking good, and it turns out it's really fucking good. Um, it's not like it's it's. It definitely took me a while before like I I I like figured out the appeal of the classics. I've definitely like bounced off that sort of that particular uh, uh, corner of the series like a lot of times, just because like. Yeah, just like the way that the games are structured so that, like, you're, you know, it gives you very limited lives and encourages you to play conservatively when really the fun and cool way to do it is when you just yeet yourself forward as recklessly as possible and <laughs> go really, really fast. As as it turns out, that's kind of the, the, the thing in Sonic games is just going fast. Uh, so... Uh, so, yeah, so, so, you know, I, I actually played Sonic 1 and 2, and the way that I, like, figured out how to have fun with those is just to use, like, the, the level select function really liberally that they include in, like, the Switch version of the game, so I, that makes it really easy to just, like, replay levels over and over again until you've, like, internalized them and can just blaze through them. And then, like, that, that point is when you're having, like, the most fun with Sonic games. Mm. And Sonic Mania gives you a time trial mode, which makes it even easier to just, like, <laughs> just do a level a million times and get a really kick-ass high score. And I did just have, like, a, a moment in Green Hill, uh, 
act two when I, I'd like gotten my time down to under 50 seconds. And then like on this one particular, particular run, I picked up a flame shield and just like fucking <laughs> blasted through the level and like cut five seconds off my time. And it was like, oh, I think this game is for geniuses, actually. I think it's... <laughs> It, it, it makes your brain so big when you play it like this. Wonderful. This um, game is for some galaxy-brained motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also finished season three of Sonic X. Y'all, I thought I was... I thought I was... Uh, I was twisted after the season two finale. Uh-huh. I didn't even know. It goes so fucking hard. I um, feel like I need to break the rules of Sonic Shuffle and now just watch Sonic X. <laughs> I've already broken the rules yeah, like, in the IDW comics, but that was a blessing <laughs> by Dan. I mm-hmm. feel like I need to I need to cheat. I need to watch Sonic I've already, X. <laughs> I've already talked about Sonic X and how it's a goofy comedy anime with funny animal characters who do hijinks for like 50 episodes. But then like there comes a point in season three where it just stops being that and just starts being like targeted emotional violence. Excellent. (laughs) Um, Wonderful. The ending is just like so raw and so just like well put together and just, 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 just going, just going for it. And it, 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 Still, it fucking hurts a little bit, which I was not expecting. I, and once again, my Sonic uh, knowledge is very limited. I have read one comic series so far, and it's not even done. I do love every time Sonic the Hedgehog is like, we're going on a fun adventure. And then, like, Sonic at one point just snaps and looks at Eggman and is like, why are you killing all my friends? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, just the moments where it's just kind of just like, dude, why are you doing this? I am in pain, and Eggman's just like, yo, bro, sorry, it was just like a goof. <laughs> it, was, it was for the laughs. I didn't know you were actually getting, like, mad about this. Yeah. So, so season three of Sonic X does largely revolve around an Imperial Galactic Empire who does genocide, so we get to, get to hear about that a lot. Ooh. Damn. Normal. <laughs> We have some on-screen character deaths. You know, it's very normal. Mm. Yeah, this seems normal for Sonic. I wonder <laughs> if we get a scene of Big the Cat getting executed. <laughs> that that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Unfortunate, unfortunately, we see not, not no hide nor hair of our big friend. Mm. Well, the show's already on thin ice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is that is that it for Sonic Talk? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Today I think I'll recommend a podcast I've been having fun listening to. It's called Weepkin Warriors. Uh it's a anime podcast with two hosts who just discuss anime you can finish in one weekend. So some 12 episode cuties, like 12 episode anime. Uh, the first series they did was Decadence, a show I've talked about, talked about before. It rules. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think right now they're doing brand new animal, which is also a 12 episode series. I have not watched that, but you know, 
We're in the furry arc. Yeah, we're in the furry arc it's of Hunter furries. Hunter. It's uh, furries. Hunter. It, it's furries. So I think it's about it's about time. Mm-hmm. So it's a very good anime. It's a very good podcast for if you just want to hear some like twelve episode anime. You can also bang out in a weekend and be like, hey, that was good. And this is also my stealth re recommendation of Decadence because it's still good. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it is pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you up to? Um, I mostly played Stardew Valley again this weekend. I think I've talked about like my love for farming Sims already, but you know, I'm getting back into that. I have like several files on that game. So I'm going to go back on my other one and like sell all the stuff that I don't actually want to do anymore. Like, you know, crops because that part's boring. It's just a good moneymaker early on. And I'm just going to do like an all animal, all artisan farm on that one. And then I'm still kicking around on some of my newer files, trying to get them like all cool. I'm going to do, um, in Stardew Valley, there is a side thing where you can date all of the people. And then if you go into the bar at a certain time, if you don't have a rabbit's foot, they all hate you. And if you do, um, they all just like, you have a cool pool party with all of your boyfriends or girlfriends and it's uh i'm gonna get that on my new one so (laughs) (laughs) this is how polyamory works that's exactly right they all just have a chill pool party if if you have a rabbit's foot on you and if not that that part is key yeah you do have to be extremely lucky when you walk into the pool hall and they're all there Hot star summer, uh, mm-hmm. star do summers, uh, hot do summer. I'm trying to make this work. <laughs> That's fair enough. I'm trying. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm not succeeding, but I'm trying. Hot star do summer. It, you just, it's too long. It can be. It can be a little long. It's too long. Hot star summer do. Has to roll off the tongue. Mm. Hot star summer do. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> this is what Megan the Stallion would want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Good for her. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you think Megan the Stallion plays Stardew Valley? Um I I know next to nothing about Megan the Stallion, to no. be honest with you. That's sad. Yeah, it kinda is. <laughs> Spends the next 30 minutes of this podcast forcing you to listen to Megan the Stallion. Yeah, we'll just we'll just we'll just feed it through. Everyone has to do a listen. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone needs to listen and learn. It's become a Megan the Stallion review podcast. Yes, um. the review is that it's still good. <laughs> it still slaps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think that's all I got for this week. Mm-hmm. These episodes made me a lot more mad than I thought they would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really weird, like, I don't know. I think this is always the point in, like, the Khmer Antarch where people are like, I don't don't really like it, where I'm just like, no, it's all good. And then I get to these episodes, I'm like, I just don't care about any of this. Like, I I just don't care. I don't care about Gyro. I don't care about the Spider-Man. It is kind of weird. I did accidentally read ahead in the manga because (gasps) um, the chapter, like... The the division is different. Like, there's not like a cliffhanger where, um, like, Gon, Kilowa, and Kite find find the, the cave. Yeah, they 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 find the cave, and then they pretty much immediately go in. And so, like, I was reading that, and I was like, oh, um, this this thing with the centaur dude. No spoilers beyond that. But that was that that didn't sure didn't happen in the episodes. So, like, I think there's some structural things that, like, I don't know. This episode maybe didn't well, like it, it's two episodes of some stuff that's kind of cool well, and then some stuff that's just to, like eh. how would they have had time to fit in the part where we get to see Gyro's sad backstory? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. And that part was so saccharine. Like, I don't know. Once again, the anime does seem to be taking its sweet time. It's taking its sweet time. And I just, I, you know what I think this is? Mm. I think they're like, damn, damn, we're taking our sweet fucking time because we know Tagashi will go on hiatus soon. So we can do whatever we want in these little windows of time. Mm-hmm. We, we are worried we're going to catch up to him soon. So we have to, we have to just slow our roll a bit. And in that meantime, we're going to show you a sad backstory and also lots of spider butthole. <laughs> so much spider butthole. And you guys will thank and applaud and cheer for us. Also, we'll show you some horses getting eaten. Mm-hmm. Yes. A funny rabbit man will eat some horses and go, damn, I wish I had some human meat. I do like those horses on pikes. That was kind of a that was kind of an awesome scene, honestly. No, that scene was metal. Like, yeah. yeah they're just like, oh, something's fucked up over here. Like we saw I mean, it's cool in the I mean you know, it worked in the like manga too, but I like having seen him like just eating those horses, just like fuck it, just fuck these fucking horses. And then you see like, you know, they're finding the same stables with the blood stains and stuff, and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, this is like he's gonna he's gonna find some corpses. And then like just to see them up on like pikes like that, him saving them for later. It's so I don't know. It was very cool. Yeah, I will never hand it to Ramot or his tummy troubles. That scene was raw and metal. <laughs> And we did get to see him kill will learn a new move called Thunderbolt. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the Thunderbolt. Yeah. I wonder what move he's forgetting to make room for that one. Mm. <sighs> what move has We haven't he seen done him rip it, rip anyone's heart out in a while. We haven't seen um, You think that would that would seem kind of helpful on these Chimera ants if he could just start ripping their hearts out? We don't know how many they have. <sighs> I don't know anything about ants. Yeah, so maybe yeah. he's like, damn, I sense like five heartbeats in there. I mean, you could it'd probably do some damage to rip one out, though. <laughs> Hold on. Like if someone's got five hearts, they probably need five hearts. You what know? Do, okay, let's let's think for a second. What do we know that Kayla's moves are? We know that he has rip your heart out. We He has, he has chopped to the back of the neck. He has hit you uh-huh. with a yo-yo, and and he has yes. tail whip. So which one? Which one do you think he's getting rid of? Yeah. So he has double team. He has double team. He has neck chop. He has throat chop. Uh, he has uh, what would heart be? What would heart rip out be? I'm trying to think of Pokemon moves, but there's no one where they rip out your heart. Yeah, Pokemon don't generally rip out each other's hearts. I mean, not in a way that Nintendo can say so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that one stings at. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he has Thunderbolt. We know that. Mm-hmm. Tail Whip. Yo-Yo can be... Uh, I'm thinking of Pokemon moves in which objects are hit at... Somebody rock slide. Let's just go rock slide. Uh, sure. <laughs> rock throw. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anymore. It's, hmm. it's been a minute since I played Shield. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I am literally in a Pokemon league, and I don't remember anything <laughs> about Pokemon. <laughs> My brain literally just dies every time. Um. Well, we haven't seen Yo-Yos in a while. He hasn't even thought about those in a we, while. We. I. 
I still think we haven't seen the heart rip out except that one time. I don't know. It seems like it seems like maybe when he was like, I'm so sick of killing people, he decided to retire that move. Yeah, he retired that move and he also retired his cool skateboard and instead he was like, I shall now learn yo-yo and I shall now learn Thunderbolt. I know we're kind of on rough terrain for skateboard and right now. Team. I want to see that skateboard again. I am always saying that if Killua did the same move from known great anime Skate the Infinity uh-huh. where known horrible villain Adam just full tilt sprints gets off his skateboard and then turns around and decks a man in the face uh-huh. I would love to see Killua do that yeah it should be something Yeah, it would sure be something to see Killua smack a dude in the face so hard they die instantly <laughs> and then try it on somebody else later and that person's like I would just dodge <laughs> I would simply I dodge. I would simply just duck out of the way. I would simply duck more. <laughs> and that just fuck him up so much. Skateboard-based fights in anime. Please. Please, anime. That's right. I am... Actually, you know what? I'm just going to do it again. My new recommendation for this week is everyone go watch Skate the Infinity and watch as a bunch of rowdy boys who are definitely heterosexual all love skating so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. And ignore Adam as much as possible. And ignore Adam as much as possible. Except for the one who's obsessed with Adam. Actually, there are two of them. Two who are obsessed with Adam. Hmm. His servant and the nice, nice cherry man. I love cherry. Cherry's good. Cherry's very good, actually. Cherry gets hit in the face with a skateboard. I know. It's so rude. (laughs) And dies instantly. Anyway, what are our plugs? Anyways, <laughs> you can find the podcast at Gonewell Hunting at Twitter.com. You can find our Gmail, Gonewell Hunting at Gmail.com. And you can find me lurking on the internet. Mm-hmm. You have to find search, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can find uh, the show Tumblr at GoNexLX Hunting. You can find me on Tumblr at Dinkus McDonald. And I'm on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. I'm Space Robots on Fur Affinity, where I'm drawing stuff. If you like the furries in this arc, and you want to see some that don't look horrible, <laughs> maybe check out my gallery. Mm-hmm. I promise there are no buttholes, at, at least as of, as of right now. <laughs> at the moment, there are no buttholes. As, as of the moment, there are no buttholes. But I'm sure your buttholes promised. would look better than the spider butthole. Yeah, prob- nothing can be promised for the future. Are you going to start making Rule Thirty Four of Pike? <laughs> Definitely not. No. If 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 I'm drawing buttholes, I want them to be like attractive. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that gift. <laughs> I would never draw an ugly butthole. I can't believe you would say that. (laughs) Would simply never put more Pike Rule 34 into the universe. There's a lot of it for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyways. Bye, everybody. (laughs) See you later. Go and bye. Go and bye. Bye.